It's the doc and the deacon, stethoscope and hope, talking everything from poop to the pope. One believing in spiritual miracles, the other believes in movement bowels that are irritable. Two dads, more like two brothers, and they breaking bread like the Last Supper. This show won't get negative feedback, that be like the deacon prescribing a Z-Pack. So don't get it twisted like a Philly pretzel, Foles already told y'all that Philly special. Take notes from the knowledge they're teaching, pay attention, it's the doc and the deacon speaking. Welcome to Doc and the Deacon, a podcast about two dads, one of us believing in the power of science, one of us believing in the power of Jesus, but both of us believing in the power of an ice-cold beer. Uh, today is a follow-up to the episode, Hangry. A follow-up to Hangry? Well, kind of. Like, Hangry was about hungry and angry combined. Today, we're doing something similar. I didn't know that ha- at Hangry needed a follow-up. I thought Hangry was one of our tightest episodes. <laughs> well, today we're going to talk about Schmedium. Schmedium? Schmedium. Oh, that sounds tight. Yeah. Schmedium, as opposed to Schmarge. As opposed to... So it's kind of like a, like Lupper. Lupper? Yeah. Linner. You ever seen the Seinfeld episode when they're, when they're talking about how come... You know, how come, how, come, how come you have breakfast and lunch together and you have brunch, but there's no word for, like, late afternoon lunch slash dinner? And they try to come up with a name, you know, like Lupper or Linner. Yeah. It's know. not as good as Schmedium. No, Schmedium is, is probably... Schmedium is as good as Mulva. <laughs> when you're talking about, like, a name for something. Yeah. Like, if you're going to name something that's... Fit, it's like Brangelina. I, I, I don't disagree. I will say, though, when I eat a late lunch, my wife does this thing where she goes, you know, uh, like, are you going to need dinner later? So, Lupper. Is the answer always yes? Yeah, of course it's yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to eat dinner later. But, of course, I'm still eating dinner. Oh, I had a late lunch at, like, 1.45. And I was like, oh, perfect. I'll be ready for dinner at 6. Yeah. But Schmedium is usually a term where you probably should be wearing a medium shirt, but you order a small. It's usually in reference to uh, men's clothing or men's shirt, where you clearly bought a shirt like a size too small. Well, I, I think Smedium originated around the time of like the Jersey Shore. It right? That was like, like when, the, when, when wearing a shirt... That was a size too small to let your guns and your 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 tan and you know your your uh, your grease hair show. I I don't know. I will tell you one thing that they did there that uh, I sometimes then took away from that and did. I mean, not the tanning part. Tanning is bad for you. Okay. But the idea of like right before you go out. Have you ever lifted buys or tries or chest right before you went out? Just you looked a little swole. Uh, oh, no, I, I'm, a, I'm a push-up guy. Oh, you are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a definitely uh, uh, push-ups right before I go out. Yeah, yeah. Like, we had a... Like, you guys were all hanging out, and it was going to be my surprise birthday party, and you guys were really being weird about all the conversation. And so I was like, oh, I better look good. So I, I went and did some, some uh, chest presses and uh, biceps. Do you remember my surprise 40th party? Uh, I do. I had the same thing kind of happen with me that day. I could 
tell something was going on and she had kind of set it up like it was somebody else's party we were going to. And I, if you can go back and look at pictures, I, I had definitely done some push-ups right before we went out and the shirt I was wearing was definitely size medium. Definitely size medium. But you know what? I, I love it. Uh, my buddy, I've got a buddy, Captain Steve. Yeah. And uh, it was his birthday coming up and, and he had this, uh, he's got this shirt called El Capitan. And I, I asked him, I was like, he's like, oh, I want a Doc and the Deacon t-shirt. I was like, oh, what, what size are you? He's like, well, I'm a, I'm a large, but I wear mediums or smalls. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm glad at least people are, are starting to admit it. You know, that like, hey, I'm buying a shirt way too small. But I will tell you, as a dude, I kind of wear my own shirt. I'm an extra large long or a double extra large. See, I, I, I honestly, I used to have a size. So one of the things that I, I've always had a challenge with in the shirt category is uh, deals with biceps. Okay. So I don't purposely buy small shirts so that they make my biceps look large. I just happen to have large biceps. So it happens often, in fact. Mm-hmm. So I go the other way and try to buy larger shirts so it doesn't look like I'm trying to buy a medium. The problem is, is that now that I'm over 40, um, there are many times that I, um, I'm medium not by choice, but I just like got too fat for a shirt. Mm. And you know, at like, that used to take a while. Yeah. At this age, it can take like a day. Wow. Like I can pack a shirt for vacation that looks great before we leave and be too fat to wear it the next day once we're on vacation. Well, I will let the audience know if by the end of this episode, your shirt is even tighter than it already is. <laughs> there's actually a classic type of, of, there's thoughts of a classic type of person that wears medium, right? You know, it's the unch unch. I want to be in a club. I'm hitting the gym all the time. Not only do I wear a shorter sleeve length, which is important, which is the key. The sleeve length is supposed to be short, so the bicep shows. Yeah. There's supposed to be some nipple protrusion. It's definitely, you know, and it's normally going to be like a DKNY. Oh, affliction. Affliction. Yo, what are do those, you know, those affliction shirts are like $80. What's that dude's name? Christian... Uh, yeah, it, it, like one of those designers. Audinger. Yes. Something like yes. that. Yes. I do not own any of those shirts. No. It would actually look ridiculous if we were wearing one of those shirts. I wonder how many dudes that wear medium shirts host podcasts. That's a great question. I, I doubt it's like the main crew, but I, I don't want to judge people, even though that's exactly what we're doing. Often a medium has uh, on sunglasses inside. I'm sorry? The, you know, Ooh. like they're in a club, they have the sunglasses on. Medium guy, so so you're telling me, medium guy is nipple protrusion, sunglasses inside. Okay, skinny jeans, skinny jeans, and uh, for the religious aspect, the Jesus sandals. He's got the oh the sandals. See, I'm thinking he's got the cross. Oh, maybe like a cross necklace. Yeah, or an I heart my Camaro necklace. Yeah, that's that. But see. So now we're getting medium confused with like 80s mullet guy. Well, maybe. I, I'll put it to you this way. If you have a friend and it looks like he bought his shirt at Kids Gap, he's a medium. Oh, so that, you know, it sounds like, 
It's almost like one of those Jeff Foxworthy's. You might be a redneck if, right? Your friend might be a smedium if, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, like if you if you go uh, to put your jacket on and your friends start doing uh, the the Chris Farley imitation. <laughs> Fat guy in a little coat. Fat guy in a... Richard, what's happening? (laughs) (laughs) If you need like a team of four people to help you get your shirt off, if it looks like your shirt was painted on, Uh, maybe we should go up a size. You might be a medium. I'm very thrown off by sizes. How about the fact that when you go to Starbucks... A tall or a large is the small. You know that I've been to Starbucks often. I wouldn't call myself a regular. But Do you have like one of the cards? You know, like, would you like a card? Do you have a Starbucks card? Uh, I even have the app on my phone wow. with like stars and stuff. Wow. And take your sunglasses off. I can see your nipples. But I still don't even know what size. I always say, hey, what's uh can I get the one that's like a, like, like what you would call a large? And, he, and the guy's always like. You mean the venti? And it's like, sometimes I feel like I'm offended them. Yeah. You mean yeah. the grande? Mm. And they, they give you that look. Like, hey man, let me take the granola out of my pocket and tell you what you don't know about our single origin bean coffee. I'm always like, can I have a medium? And you know your coffee tastes burnt. <laughs> it does. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, to me. And we're not talking like... Tight jeans and short shorts. I'm not talking short shorts like uh, uh, John Stockton in the mid-80s. No. Or Larry Bird in the mid-80s. You could could have given those guys a vasectomy while they were still wearing their shorts. What about capri pants on a male? I mean, you know what? I want to take that back. If you feel comfortable in capri pants... As a man, you should wear them and you should let your calves and your biceps fly... But I will tell you, I'm not a medium. I'm an extra, extra large. Yeah. And you know, there are some, uh, some brands that I'm an XXL. Some brands I'm an XL. And then there's like uh, some of those English brands. Like I like Ben Sherman shirts, but I'm like a uh, 20X or something in, in English brands. It's, it's nuts. They're, they're like, there's no one shaped like me in Britain, apparently. <laughs> I was over there recently. There's definitely no one like you over there. I was actually uh, thinking, medically, Schmedium kind of has some connections to body dysmorphic disorder. Body dysmorphic disorder is this condition that is about people that have a preoccupation with like physical defects in their appearance such that people feel like they're abnormal or unattractive that leads to negative things, right? They oftentimes can have depression. They're comparing themselves to others. They're often checking themselves in the mirror. They have excessive grooming, often doing frequent clothing changes. And so that makes me think, you know... um, if you had to change one of your body parts, what would it be? What would it be? I can tell you what it wouldn't be. <laughs> wouldn't be my hair. <laughs> Let me take my sunglasses off and tell you what I think the, the right answer is. If I could change a body part, um, it would be my feet. 
Really? Your feet? Yes. Are they stinky, webbed? No, they're just wide. Hmm. And so, and, and not all that long, right? I, um, like the rest of me, they have great girth. Yeah. But aren't all that tall, right? So it's, all, it's sometimes hard to find a shoe that has a, a lot of room in the toe, in the box area, in the toe area. Okay. That's also comfortable and fits the right way to do what I want to do. Okay. I started wearing Cole Hans. They're pretty good at that. Okay. You know, um, I don't know. I don't know my answer, but you know, this body dysmorphic disorder. I know what it wouldn't be for you. <laughs> also, my hair. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. <laughs> the thing with body dysmorphic disorders, because everyone has something on their body that they don't like, right? That's pretty common. But when it is taking up time in your day and making you focus on it and making you feel less about yourself, decreasing your confidence. Uh, These people most often have issues with either their skin, their hair, their nose, stomach, their breasts, their eyes, but it's often something they go, hey, do do you see this? Hey, what do you think about my nose? And and often their nose looks fine or or their eyes look fine. And so it's usually in reference to something that's that's not actually actually there. These people often have, uh, you know, significant rituals where they do things the same way every day. Oftentimes, even though it could make things worse, they will uh, pick their skin or they're frequently going to look in the mirror. Even it's, though my wife does make fun of me for looking in the mirror at times, even though I go the whole day and have no idea. And sometimes I go, I, you know, finish and I come home and there's something on my face. And I, go, I just saw 30 patients today. Nobody said, hey, what's that thing? Oh, I know what my answer would be. What? The nose hairs that come out of my nose. I do need to remember to trim them. Yeah. I have since gotten a nose trimmer. Oh, that's good. What's, yeah. it, what's her name? <laughs> it's like an electric one. Oh. No, yeah, it's not a person. You know, I don't, I don't, I've oh, never paid anyone to do that. Yeah. That's one way to go. <laughs> that would. <laughs> that would. People with body dysmorphic disorder often get uh, plastic surgery. And I'm for pro- plastic surgery, but these people, after they get plastic surgery, often are uh, displeased with it. Yeah, you know, elective surgeries that don't have an added health benefit, uh, I, I'm not a big fan of, right? Like, so my feet aren't all that jacked up. I've got a bunion that, you know, is growing the wrong way that I could probably get, but I deal with it, right? Now, if somebody had like a hammer toe that was, you know, really messing with their foot and they got a surgery that I would consider cosmetic or elective, but it was gonna better their life, you know, that's something different, right? So for me, it's, it's interesting because when we talk about this medium people, I often think like, uh, that's all, you're so vain. You probably think this song is about you. But they also have a distorted view of themselves like you're talking about too. They sometimes lack confidence even though they are very focused on themselves. It's a weird, because you and I certainly don't, Lack confidence. Correct. But I wouldn't call either one of us vain. Well, yes. I, I want to point out that uh, schmedium is a phrasing for a guy wearing a tight shirt. Body dysmorphic disorder is just is a very different condition. I actually think that, uh, um, you know, for plastic surgery, if it'll improve how you feel about yourself or how you're enjoying life, I'm all for it. I know that you think that Jesus made us the way we are meant to be. I think that science has led us to improve ourselves in certain ways, as long as that's not the crux of what makes you happy or is leading you to feel depressed or anxious over how you look. If it's just, hey, science is here, let's do this, I am all for it. 
But how far do you go, right? I mean, listen, when you're talking, you talk about the Bible and what Jesus wanted, you know, there's like, there are no small verses in the Bible, just ones with less words, right? Two of my favorite verses only have two words, Jesus wept and pray continually, right? So, so those would be smaller verses. There's long verses that say almost nothing, right? There's, there's verses throughout like, a, like uh, uh, Leviticus and, 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 and uh, Ecclesiastes and some of these other books that are just names of people that go on forever. But later in Leviticus, there's, like, uh, there's actually mention of mediums, not mediums, but mediums, yeah. as people used to, uh, used to look to try to figure, you know, even back then, to try to figure out their future, yeah. right? To see what was ahead of them. Um, and I guess that's not really the same topic as medium. Well, I just want you to walk around the world and as you see people, just go, wow, that guy's wearing a shmedium. You wear a shmedium. And and you know know what a shmedium usually is? You know, people that are trying to work out, trying to stay in shape. I love that. Building muscle is a good idea. Trying to make sure that you're exercising is a good idea. But when I was thinking about, like, who wore a shirt that was so tight, it made me think of, you know, like some of these action heroes. So uh, I've got a game for you. Are you ready? Okay. It's called Who Would Win in a Fight Wearing a Medium T-Shirt? Terry so, Crews. No. It's not, it's, not, it's not one of the questions. But have you ever seen the way he's got nipple protrusion? He does. He, he does. He's a great one. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, on, he's on one of these shows where he's like helping people Im- improve their lives. He's he, very funny. He I quite wife, like him. Yeah. He's not just funny. I think I find him motivational. Okay, good. Good. Well, I hope these questions motivate you to answer them. Okay. The Rock. Oh, man, my favorite. Versus Arnold from like uh, late 80s, early 90s. Um, I, I, it's, I think it would be hard to beat, have anybody top Dwayne Johnson. Really? Yeah. I think I'd take Arnold over, over The Rock. You don't think like Arnold at one point was winning all the contests and... Yeah, but listen... The Rock went to the University of Miami. That is true. Right? Yeah. This dude is scrappy. There's like, there is no line he's not willing to cross to win. Okay. Yeah, I saw that in the Moana movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was very naughty. <laughs> okay. How about this one? Okay. Uh, uh, two guys who are not considered tough, but both are up for like the goats of their sport. Peyton Manning and uh, Tom Brady. Who wins? They're fighting. Well, Peyton Manning can't even move his neck. <laughs> right? Oh, like, poor Peyton. Like, there's no way. Uh, I, you know, unfortunately, as little as I like to root for Tom Brady, I would have to go Tom Brady. Really? Yeah. Okay. Next, we're going uh, Major League Baseball free agents who are both likely to make over $300 million in a contract. Manny Machado versus Bryce Harper. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to go Manny. Really? Yeah, Bryce Harper's from Las Vegas. But he definitely wears a schmedium. Have you ever seen He's that dude rock a shirt? Definitely schmedium. Um, his t-shirts are so tight, it looks like he's wearing a tank top. I like his hair a lot better than Manny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Manny's not a fan of Manny's hairstyle. But, you know. Okay. 
How about um, you got anything like uh, so? These are all like I mean, would you go? You went old, Moses old stool superhero. Okay, all right. That's all right. I'm, Moses, yeah, versus Goliath. Well, Goliath already lost. Okay, so you think he goes up for two? Yeah. Okay. Moses? Yeah. Dude, Moses is the guy who parted the Red Sea, who uh, delivered the Ten Commandments twice. He made water spout out of a rock. How he, much do we think those commandments weighed? Like, when, I, when you see, like, the pictures, they were, like, big, like, metal. They were, like, big, like, stone things. Yeah. Like, was he carrying ten of those things? Did he carry one at a time? Um, I don't remember the story, as it were. I believe there were ten different tablets. It was like he was. It was like Moses was doing CrossFit. But I have a feeling that they were um, that no one else could have carried them. Yeah, if like, that makes sense. Like Thor and the hammer. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone else could have carried them. Yeah. Well, I think of it this way. I maybe. An extra, extra large. And Bryce Harper may wear a schmedium, but I think the world has places for people wearing that are small, that are medium, that are large, that are extra large, that are double extra large. In America, we have people that are like four extra large, and I still love them all. Yeah, one of the things I know is no matter where you are, you're going to find yourself. Because, you know, it's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. Oh, yeah. It's a small world after all. It's a schmedium, schmedium world. (laughs) So two things you can count on. The doc is in, wearing a tight shirt with protruding nipples. And the deacon is speaking with the guns out, (laughs) sunglasses on. Love it. Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, Make sure if you get a chance... That you check us out on Twitter. At Doc Deacon. At Doc Deacon. Follow us on Instagram at Doc and the Deacon. Go to our website, DocandTheDeacon.com. We've been blogging. And we have been blogging. We've got blogs. And as always, we've got fantastic music brought to you by our boy Franchise. We're always produced by the wonderful Tucker Butler. Thanks to our lovely wives. Thanks to our lovely wives. Because, uh, you know, if it wasn't for them, I probably would be a Smedium guy. (laughs) And until next time, peace. Peace. Excellent brain trust to market it brandness that's set in stone like the Ten Commandments. This show gon' be around for infinite years. I think we can all agree on ice cold beers. 100% authentic, you can't fake it. Often imitated, but never duplicated. So knowledgeable, take a lot of facts in. Now I'm coming to close it like a Roldis Chapman.